Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dimzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Mm. Turnover on downs for the Broncos. Not great, Andy. Not great. That total is going to stand at 43 by the looks of it. Um, game over in LA as the Vikings likely put this one away with no more points scored as well. Yeah, a lot of unders kneeling. today. A lot of unders. Uh, a little bit of a bounce back for some teams that unexpectedly lost last week. Uh, an absolute uh, bloodbath in Foxborough. Brown's dead at the hands of the Patriots. Didn't see that coming. Um, overall, not a great week for me in the NFL. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of things broke my way for the futures market either. Not you know for that matter. Um, so energy's a little low today. I need you pick us up. Uh, what did you? I've got see? I've got high tea. I've got high tea. I'm still. What did you that. see watching the NFL? Um, you know, a little this, a little that. Like you said, some bounce back games for a few teams that needed it. Um, a, a nice slump buster, even if it's on the road, is to go play the Jets. You know, we talked about this after the Mike. We'll always refer to it as the Mike White game against the Bengals. I'll probably remember that game for years. But eventually, you know, mid, midnight comes quickly for those sort of Cinderellas. Like once teams figure out, oh, like this is how they're going to call their offense with this backup. It can it can get real squirrely in a hurry. And obviously that's what we saw really quick for Colt McCoy. At the, that Cinderella story lasted all of no, no time today. So that was pretty gross. And, yes, you do mention it. Mac Rookie of the Year looking pretty good. Where is Jamar Chase today? What has he done? Virtually yeah, he nothing. Quiet. <clears throat> Virtually, yeah. The, the Broncos over is extremely tilting. This is uh, this is what we do, though. We bet on these games and try to put yourself in a good position. Ended up with a decent early number on Detroit. All the all the, you know, any number you had on Detroit under got there. Secret team total pod play did make it. That one got a little ugly. Like I was, uh, I was a little worried that that wasn't going to get there once uh, we had some. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm not salty. And I'm, I don't think I'm being unreasonable, but some ref assistance on some of these drives is maddening. When you get Jerome Boger's crew out there, I, like I'm not, Oof. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and accuse Oof. Jerome Boger of taking bribes from the league, but like I think of all the refs, uh, crew chiefs, were told certain things. I think he listens the best because boy, they really wanted Tennessee to get a touchdown on that drive. And every week, every week, there's bad week. You know some some bad roughing the passer calls where it's like, all right, are we really going to call all of that? That wasn't so egregious, but it's rough when you get a couple on the, uh, you know, on the same drive like that, that ends up going against you. So the Eagles make the playoffs. Maybe I don't know. they get another win. Now the playoff, the playoff picture is even more muddied at this point. I'd say, um, you know, a couple of top AFC teams have gotten wins today with uh the Titans and Bills taking care of business, but now Buccaneers are six and three. The NFC is getting a little uh, muddier. Packers, Packers are getting you know that should sew this up. Go to eight and two, tied with the Cardinals at top now. The Cowboys are a game short. They're uh, seven and two, but very convincing today. So should we rip through them one by one? Yeah, I guess the only other things to note, um, 
you know, the uncertainty and the uh, the parity continues to reign. The two teams you would have thought, actually, really, the three teams that you would have had a pretty good read on, like, oh no, no, these teams are going to get some. They're going to get wins. It may not, you know, they they're they may have some trouble covering, but they're going to get wins and continue to march towards the playoffs. Are were the Ravens, the Buccaneers, and the Cardinals? All three lose outright, um, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but that happens. So. Uh, really, that Panthers-Cardinals game was never even really close. Uh, we'll get to that one in a moment. But, uh, yeah, we'll start with Jacksonville-Indianapolis. This was the first of many uh, frustrating totals that went against me today. I think I was 0-3 betting totals today. Yes, we had the team totals came through in a couple of games. But overall, uh, oh, no, I forgot I had that under in Detroit-Pittsburgh. I keep forgetting about that one. But, th- yeah, totals did not go my game. way today. And we'll start with Jacksonville-Indianapolis. Um, 29 points in the first half, and then Indianapolis stopped trying to score for whatever reason. They let the Jags back into this game. At one point, this was 2017 late, uh, and the Jaguars really, they kind of took their foot off the gas weirdly. Like, they kind of were like, whoa, 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 this, we might actually compete here. This is, you know, this, this isn't what we expected to be. Uh, and then ultimately, uh, ends up 23-17 Indianapolis. Didn't see much action here on the side. The over did get bet up to 48 and a half, 48-ish at the close. Under with no no problem in the end. 40 points scored. Uh, don't know what to make of this Jacksonville team. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence continues to un, be unimpressive overall. Um, Urban Meyer continues to be unimpressive in terms of the way he approaches the game and coaches in the game. Um, yeah. No, uh, no real interest in being involved with either of these teams for a little while. No, I mean Trevor Lawrence didn't even hit fifty percent of his passes, and they covered. Like it, a lot of how this game ended up is definitely on the shoulders of the Indianapolis Colts coaching staff and what they kind of did there in the second half. They did have, you know, when you have such a strong running game, though, it's easy to just lean on the hey, let's just get this game with and get it over with. But I think they they probably leaned a little too hard in that. Maybe they learned their lesson. Somehow, like the Colts are somehow just five and five. Feels like a decent team at times, and but you're not a decent team if you uh, if you can't take care of business a little better. This in the second half, you can't be doing this with good teams. I would think the strategy is a little different when you're not playing the Jaguars. But yeah, I didn't have any action on that, so I wasn't too interested and didn't catch much of that second half. I'm gonna look at have to look at those drive charts. Second one was Colts. The by the way, get two very very difficult tests back to back now. They got Bills yeah. and uh, and Tampa Bay. So good luck, Colts. Uh, five and seven is probably your next stop. Um, yeah, I don't want to just say Cleveland no showed because I mean they did, but also the I mean the Patriots played well. They uh, Stevenson wasn't looking like he was going to play. He was announced in and then uh, went for a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Something called Kendrick Bourne. And almost 100 yards in the touchdown. Mac Jones, again, he's never going to have one of these 400-yard games. Maybe eventually down in his career, but just the way they're doing this offense right now. They are they are a running offense, but he was very efficient. 19 of 23, three touchdowns, real rookie of the year kind of stuff when you get a nice win over a playoff team from last year. And they're, yeah, watch out, they're 6-4. and four. This is a team we talked about, like, they probably make the playoffs. That really does help. That really would help his rookie of the year, you know, candidacy if they make the playoffs. But at the same time, like this is not a team I'm excited about in the postseason um, backing a rookie quarterback in the – again, teams are falling back a little, but it's still a loaded AFC playoffs. This should be this should be a fun 
There should be a fun January. I don't know. Somebody said that today. There's somebody said there's only a few teams that can win the Super Bowl. Man, there there might be like 10 all of a sudden. Just because things are getting wonky. And I'm probably just overreacting here in week 10. But yeah, Browns, a big part of the Browns defense didn't show up. And I mean, just looking at this box score, things got ugly. And really, most of the second half, it was it was 24 to 7 at halftime. Like a lot of the second half was just hard to evaluate, hard to grade. But Patriots put yeah. up 184 rushing yards. Yeah. Browns, uh, believe it or not, had a seven point lead in this game early. They did. And then they lost 45 to 7. Uh, after their, after the script ran out on the Browns, they went three plays, three yards, pick five plays, 28 yards, punt, three plays. Minus five yards, punt. One play, minus nine yards. End of half. Punt, downs, downs, punt. Um, the offense just was not clicking whatsoever for them. They did not make any adjustments in, you know, even coming out of halftime. It was still kind of close, to, you know, 24-7. It wasn't uh, totally out of reach, but they did not really make much of an effort in the second half. Once it was 31-7 in the third quarter, this game was over. It made it over the total. Uh, this was one of the head-scratching overs that got bet that I didn't really understand. Uh, and New England does it by themselves. Uh, 44.5 was the close. They win 45-7. Yep. Um, Cleveland was not really back-supported much this week. At some points, it looked like it was going to flip to maybe like a pick or maybe Cleveland is a favorite. Ultimately, they closed 2.5-point dogs. New England continues to put together wins. Belichick has this team playing well with confidence. Uh, a lot of people can't help themselves, but just kind of point to, um, you know, how how he did with Tom Brady as a uh, second year player in 2001 and make comparisons. That's probably overstated, but it's still a well-prepared team every single week. Um, yeah. And we dogged on Bill Belichick a little, and I, I'm not willing to back off of that. I still don't like some of his in-game decisions, but that does not take away from the fact that it's a very veteran coaching staff with a lot of leadership there, and they're going to be well-prepared every week. So, Yeah, uh, Miles Garrett made it on the stat sheet. I saw, sack I and saw a tackle he for got loss. A sack, and he had a, and he had a deep pass defended. Uh, yep. He got his big mitts up there and defended a pass. That's cool, uh, although – Certainly, you don't come out of this game feeling super confident that people's perception of the Browns' defense is good. Um, yeah. Jones, yeah. Max, kind of Max weird, Jones' like... rookie of the year conversation is going to be interesting, especially if Jamar Chase ends up on a playoff team as well, which is possible because you saw what happened in the uh, you saw what happened in the AFC oh, in the AFC North. You had two losses and a tie. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, the Bengals had the week off, so. Their situation improved. <laughs> Two losses, a tie, and a, and a bye. That was a, uh, a banner week for the AFC North. Yeah. Um, ooh, speaking of lopsided bullshit games, Dallas <laughs> beat the teeth out of a toothless Atlanta offense today. It was it was rough from the go. Dak didn't even get to 300 yards. It was one of those, just one of those games where, I mean, it's just one-way traffic from the get-go. Josh, we got a Josh Rosen appearance towards the end of this yeah. they didn't even have that great of a game on the ground it was just nice nice and efficient no matter who was running the ball kind of decent split between Zeke and Pollard and, and CD Lamb and a couple nice touchdowns I, I don't really know what you can say about this game other than you know the, the Falcons were 1 for 11 on third down 0 for 2 on fourth down like if you are facing a really good offense 
and you can't stay on the field, you're going to end up with games like this. And this over was steamed pretty hard. Probably deserved a better fate. Atlanta needed to help out a little bit more, although they only did make it in the red zone one time, 0 for 1, obviously, with a, only the field goal on there. So, yeah. Dallas, 5 for 5 in the red zone. Good job. Good job to our, our NFC champs. Yeah. Hey, uh, so Atlanta got bet. Uh, that mm-hmm. was not the right side, it turns out. <laughs> that close. And seven yeah, I, and didn't, I didn't see the Falcons tweet not when they correct. were down to 28 to 3. Um, the. Yeah, you know when that was? It was the first half. <laughs> they went yeah. into halftime 36 to 3 uh, after Dallas then promptly blocked a punt and scored a touchdown on. Yeah, so. they kind of just won in all phases of the game. That one was yes. fishy. Yeah. Um the over was obviously also bet did not did not get there. 46 points were scored cuz Atlanta scored 3. Yeah. So, and this was I think uh really realistically the market makers today not it was not a good day. If you if you are shaping NFL markets, you are licking your wounds today uh, in a lot of these games. Is that a fair conclusion? Yeah, CLV didn't do so hot today. Getting no, the best no, of the no, number. No. Boy, how about how about our Seattle plus sixes? Yeah, Ooh, well, I almost oops. bought back. I'm like, God, oops. it's a Seattle game. Doesn't it just land on three? It did not. It did not. Uh, Buffalo and the Jets also did not uh, oh, disappoint for those who were yeah. heavy on the Bills, although it wasn't really a very bad game as far as I saw. There was um, Jets money early in the week, as we were talking about on the Sunday openers, and we brought it up again on Wednesday. Some people did like the Jets. You know, I, I said maybe you know maybe I'd be interested in the Jets at 13, 13 and a half, and then you said, well, it's it's like eleven and a half now. I said, well, other people agreed with me. I guess that was a good. I had some good avoids apparently because I did think the Jets were probably a little undervalued there, and they uh, they did not agree with me. The Jets, no, were, no, no, the no. Jets were in disagreement with that, and yeah, it was the this will be the other Mike White game. He, you know, four interceptions, three in the third quarter just turned into an embarrassing little game from that point on. And Josh Allen, I didn't watch a ton of this. I I think he was able to hit some medium to deep balls here. So hopefully the the saga of is his accuracy shots or not re- returns, but it is against a New York Jets defense that has had a lot of issues in the secondary, including, I mean, injuries in the preseason right away. So, yeah. Um, did you see there was a Jets quarterback who had a perfect quarterback rating of 158.3? It was Joe Flacco. He was three for three for 47 yards and a touchdown. Um, Mike White had a very forgettable day. Four picks. And if you watch the game, they weren't the fluky kind of picks where you're just like, oh, two of them. They were were really like poor, poor decisions and execution. So the Mike White experience is officially over. He's been canceled. Um, Four rushing. Not not like that. He didn't do players. Four rushing touchdowns from four different players for the Buffalo Bills in this one. And there was Matt, some pretty Brita. There, yeah, and there was some pretty innovative stuff that they were doing also. Like they uh none of it was basic bitch shit. It was very um good mixed direction misdirection and, and whatnot. It was cool to watch, I guess. Buffalo's back in the driver's seat for an AFC North, however. Uh, that head to head between Buffalo and uh, New England's gonna matter. Buffalo's six and three, New England's six and four right now. Yeah. Um, that's coming up in two weeks. New England plays a short week this week against Hotlanta. Against Hotlanta. Then they get, we get to call them that then they, they get them, then they get the top of the AFC 
Then they get the top of the AFC in back-to-back weeks with Tennessee and Buffalo. So we're going to yeah, learn. We, a we thing didn't or two. cancel. Like we didn't cancel Mike White. He didn't say any. We didn't, it's not like we've dug up old racist tweets or something. He's just probably demoted. We'll say demoted. Yeah. Canceled means something else now. Yeah. The, the Jets, the woke mob has taken care of Magic Mike at this point, apparently. <laughs> uh, Saints Titans. This was the game I was too scared to get involved with. At Saints plus three, I said, "What if it's what if it's Trevor Simeon and he's not that good?" And then also Kamara's out, and that's kind of what happened. And I guess it—I mean, a, a, a late drive put this within the number. If you were a Saints backer, you had to be cheering strongly against that two-point conversion. You got your wish. Yeah. The Saints covered. The Titans team total under was never in doubt. Although, as a Titans team total under backer, I was also cheering against that two-point conversion. I did not need more game. Right. I wanted the game to just be over at that point with a failed uh, onside kick, and yeah, the uh, what was uh, what was the total? Yeah, in talk this about one? talk about a sharp market, man. Two and a half, forty four. Yeah. <laughs> it lands twenty three, twenty one. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, there was some under steam that took this down to forty three, forty two and a half at some places. So uh, it got bet down. Um, but the fact that it landed on 44 2 is uh, is kind of insane. Um, don't have any takeaways. Trevor Simeon played better than I think people expected, even though he was what eight, uh, 19 of 34. Uh, yeah. He didn't make many killer mistakes. He no picks. took some sacks. Yeah. The, oh, you know what? Maybe you know what annoyed me about this game? The special teams for the Saints did not help them. The missed extra points. The fumble kickoff return, but just the bad kick, couple bad the, kickoff this too, returns. I brought up yeah. roughing the passers earlier in the podcast. Yeah, the, the one yeah. that the one that negated that end zone that was a rough one. That would like, yeah. what are we calling there? It's it's worse. It's you know, it's like oh no, they extended the drive when it absolutely flips. You know, something like that. Those yeah. are very annoying because mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Don't have any more takeaways there. New Orleans Not obviously really. doesn't help themselves because you know they could have made up a little ground on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they did not. Uh, speaking of the uh, Buccaneers, they, they 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 kept pace with them though because them. the Buccaneers. I mean, just right off the bat, I I talked about this game a couple different places last week too because I'm just like I I probably won't lay it, but I don't see me betting Washington here. It's just such a goofy mismatch, and I said like. They they might not be able to run the ball all that well. They did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't. They averaged two point eight yards per carry. It's a tough defense to run into. But I said they, you know, they they're gonna have to rely on Heineke to be good, and they're gonna have to be mistake free football to stay within the ten points. And then they end up winning by ten points. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, I guess Heineke Heineke was twenty six of thirty two, with no interceptions. He took some sacks, but on that on that. They did win the and they did win the turnover battle, obviously two to one. And when it came down to it, as far as you know, not just covering but winning the game because that's what they care about a little more than us. And Buccaneers got within what four there. That next yeah. drive, Heineke was six for six with a few scrambles as well. Mm-hmm. Like he nothing amazing, but he didn't make any mistakes and he marched them down the field. And they scored a touch. They ran the ball like five straight times at the end of the drive and punched it in. But he he was perfect on that drive, and he he managed to not screw it up. And that's what they it needed to get a win today. So kudos to Heineke. He always plays the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tough somehow, despite the fact that they couldn't run the ball. And really, it just Tampa Bay from behind is maybe not a good team. 
I don't know that that's that's turning into something. I don't like Tampa coming from behind right now. They've had three chances to try to come back, and they haven't failed at all three times so far. Um, Washington scoring 29 points despite the fact that Heineke got sacked five times. They lost a fumble, and they uh, were – I guess they were relatively clean from a penalty standpoint. But it, it was surprising um, that they were so efficient on third and fourth down. Both teams, two of two on fourth down. You had four fourth down. Yeah. How about that? You had four fourth down conversions in this game, and it stayed under. The, stayed under the total. Yeah, um, well, no, I mean it really was their team total. Uh, we yeah, lose Chase Young the, for the season with the ACL. That's uh, what other? What else? Yeah, he see? looked he looked pretty bad. But yeah, and to, also b- before the other one, before the fumble drive, that was another nice drive. Like Washington with a lead was pretty good. They had an, a seventy-one yard and an eighty-yard drive. Got that eighty-yarder was a nineteen-play drive. It's like a service academy drive. Jesus. So and and you know Brady's Brady's ints did help them score points, but really after after the two interceptions, they were they were only up what 13, 13 to nothing. Yeah, it was, uh, you know they they didn't they didn't capitalize on every one of their drives. They they no. could have really put this away early. So also Mike Evans was surprisingly. You know, he had the one big play. Otherwise, he had a very quiet day against the past defense. He should have been able to absolutely wipe off the face of the earth and did not. Um, yeah, that was a weird, weird start. Weird thing. You know, another another example of a team that was kind of went into their bye week with like, you know, they uh, top of the standings. Uh, they actually were winning off a loss, right? They lost to the Saints and then got the bye. But still, coming out of the bye week and being that sloppy early on, two interceptions and just conceding a 13-point head start to your opponent, um, not good. So Buccaneers now, all of a sudden, not interested in the one seed in the, in the playoff bye, apparently. So Nobody, uh, nobody think, wants are it. We back to, uh, we're, are we back to Green Bay as the one seed? I, all would, I would say... It depends on the tiebreaker between Arizona and them. Well, Green Bay beat them head to head. Yeah, so Green Bay is one. So I winked at you. Can't oh, okay. see that on see, the I podcast, guys. But I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, um, um, yeah, they have well. the same record. So Green Bay would be the one seed right now. Um, here's the game everybody wants to get to. Detroit finally doesn't take a loss. And this game was amazing in so many different ways. These teams combined to be 11 for 35 on third downs. Amazing. It was something something to behold. And neither team got to five yards per play. This was an under. This is why we bet this under. (laughs) We were fine betting this under with... Or Ben Roethlisberger in here. Mason Mason Rudolph was actually kind of good. Well, so that was the question I was going to ask Andy here before he accidentally closed his tab, probably. Um, The market on this one flipped when we saw, when we got the news that Ben Roethlisberger was I got squirrely with my mouse. Yeah, that happens. I do that all the time. Uh, Not on this show, but on the other shows that I'm on. Sometimes I've done it. I've been known to do it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Detroit-Pittsburgh market uh, came in big time. I did not know Ben Roethlisberger was worth points. Apparently he is, um, but uh, the market sold on the news that Roethlisberger was out. The total continued to go down. Uh, some of that might have been weather, though. Um, and ultimately, the wasn't that never bad. really got threatened here. Six, 32 points. Um, did you know at one point 
when the Lions were up in this game, did you you saw the stat line for Goff? He was like, he had under fifty he, yards passing. He finished <laughs> it with was one, well. He finished with well one fourteen, and they played an entire ten minutes of overtime. Yeah. Yeah, there was a point I mean, in the fourth quarter where they were leading 16-13 or something like that, and Goff had about 57 yards passing. It was it was pretty sad. Um, there was a 30-yard pass play, I think, in overtime to Amon Ross St. Brown. Swift, um, Swift had more rushing yards than Goff had passing yards. Amazing. That's unbelievable. So, I mean, this game deserved to end at a tie, and for again, for our underlooks, one for four combined in the red zone, these teams. A lot of penalties. Detroit won the turnover battle three zip. Still couldn't pull out a win. I feel bad for them. I, I wanted them to kind of make that field goal. So, and I did see this. I kind of forgot about it. Thank you. Ah, the half. Goff was announced to have a strained oblique. Who is the backup in Detroit, Drew? Uh, God, dude, I don't actually know the answer to that. Um, I just wanted to point out that it was hysterical that the the Lions missing an extra point kept that kept this tie possible, right? That's fair. yeah, that's fair because they got two touchdowns and a field goal. So you were like, how do they end up with sixteen points? Well, the second touchdown they missed the extra point, so that is what really kept this alive. Um, the here's uh, the answer. Oh, who the backup in Detroit is? Does it, it matter? It is. It is the affirmation, David Blue. I'm, is I'm it David Blau? They would Blau? sign somebody. They would sign somebody. I'm sure. David Blau is the backup. Wow. Yeah. David Blau. It's it's David Blow season. You know. All what? right. I, I didn't know you could game. downgrade from Goff, but I think you can downgrade um, from David Blau. Here, you Minnesota, know what? Though, you know what sucks about this: the fact that Goff maybe doesn't go, and the market maybe sells even more on the lines. This was going to be an absolute disastrous spot for them after as hard as they tried to get a tie and not even a win out of that game. I mean, they're going to, I, I would expect Cleveland to. Oh, man. We bounced back did have, on them so bad. We did have David Blow for, for Thanksgiving two Thanksgiving streaks. I don't know what happened to Tim Boyle. I didn't see him wow. on the depth chart right now. We'll, we'll we'll worry about that for the Wednesday pod. Minnesota Tim beat Boyle the Chargers. Tim Boyle is not on the depth chart right now. Minnesota beat the Chargers, and man, I really thought because Minnesota with a lead is the most dangerous thing for Minnesota. They play so poorly with the lead, and really that pass the the fact that they went deep on that third down was kind of surprising. Honestly, I was thinking it was third and six. I'm like, God, against this defense, it's still probably the right call to just run. I thought they were going to run on third and six. They iced the game. The under got there somehow. But Minnesota gave up a lead. I think they had a double-digit lead twice. It would have been funny if they gave up a double-digit lead twice. Obviously, it would have been better for our over. But they're like... They're like the mare in Jaws, where like everybody else can see it coming, and he's just like, "Let's go do the same thing we've been doing all day," and and they just screw this up somehow. They're again, they are the only. They're four and six now, and I, you see that stat. They're the only team in the league to lead by at least seven points in every game they've played this year. Amazing, which is real something. So, hey, yeah, uh, I want to. Yeah, this is on the Chargers. Like the Chargers needed to call better plays. Yeah, I got distracted by a couple of things. Tim Boyle is on the IR designated for return for Detroit, so no idea if it's going to be Blau or Boyle. Um, forgot to mention that there were seven possessions in that overtime for 
the Detroit yes. Steelers game. Um, now I'm ready to move on. Sorry. Uh, the fucking Chargers game was a dis- was a very huge disappointment. I was trying they to get got, through it before you can talk about it. They got bet sad about it. They got bet out to three and a half. Uh, so anyone with the two and a half, congratulations! You have a massive amount of CLV that you can keep your family warm this winter as you're huddled around the fireplace burning tickets. Um, 53 and a half was the closing total here. Got that up pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, the undercash and the Vikings went outright. The Chargers are a tough team to figure out. Um, there were times in this game where they were moving the ball effortlessly, and to only score 20 points is it's tough. Um, yeah. I, I Did you watch much of this one? A little bit. It just, yeah, I didn't like some of the play calling from the Chargers. And Minnesota does have a pretty high sack rate. They can get after it, but man, you you have the weapons to beat this kind of secondary. Like they needed to do a few different things, especially. I mean, there were two or three in the red zone. Just some of these drives didn't go how they should have gone. These teams were not good on third down. Neither of them. Um, Vikings Minnesota, were two of two on fourth down, including yeah. the two most important plays of the game. Yeah, Vikings much went much on uh, and converted both times. Much better uh, offense from Minnesota. Minnesota deserved to win this game. I mean, after you just you go back yeah. and look at it, like Minnesota oh, was the better yeah. team. They outgained them by 130 yards. <laughs> yeah, they, they were the much better team. It's just I really think that shouldn't have been how it goes with uh, what the Chargers could have done. Yeah. Moving down the card, oh. I mean Kyler. Kyler was out. We talked about this off the top. Colt McCoy is not a starter in the league for a reason. I don't know how much I don't know how much credence I'm going to put in this game when I'm looking down the down the card for next week or when I'm doing my power ranking upgrades. Arizona played with a backup against a, a team that decided to throw Cam Newton into the mix a little bit. Cam is I don't know he's, how much of an back, impact was, I don't know how much so. of an impact he's going to really make, but he was in for like two plays that two touchdowns. So it's if they're going to mix it up with that, that's that's going to be a pain in the ass for defenses to scheme against. No, Cam is McCaffrey a very, is still alive very somehow. solid red zone player. Very solid. Yeah, he he. Everyone talks about the Brady sneak for years and years and years. Cam sneak. The Cam sneak is better. Like Cam over the top. Cam for one yard is great. He's been killing people with that for seems like twenty years. God, when did he? I think he was in college when I was in high school. Like he's been playing in the league for twenty goddamn years. Hey, you want to spin crazy? So the Panthers have one win fewer than the Buccaneers right now. <laughs> yeah, they they, <laughs> they have the NFC, the NFC South is Buccaneers. as wild. many wins as the New Orleans Saints right now. The Panthers with PJ Walker moving the ball between the twenties and Cam Newton punching it in, and that defense uh, running amok against backup QBs. They're for real. <laughs> they're for real. For real. For real. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. I'm you know. Hopefully Arizona gets back to full strength. They need to if they want to keep pace with Dallas and Green Bay. Green Bay, that was a snoozer. I think we blew by uh, one important thing on that Detroit-Pittsburgh game. The, did TJ Watt end up coming back, or was he out with the knee after that third quarter injury? I don't not sure. Think he, had he, a, he had a sack and a tackle for loss. I think he was done for the day after that, though. As much as of that game as I watched, I feel like I, I didn't notice it. Yeah, you can't, Cam, you can't take your helmet off. They changed the rule on that a long time ago. 
you didn't see much of TJ Watt. He didn't really stand out to you. His performance wasn't really that impressive to you. Not really. I, I would say I would. He's kind of an afterthought in the especially games. against considering it was a Detroit team. You know, like so it, he hurt his knee and his hips. He's getting he's getting hips scans in the morning, so he might be yeah. he might be out out knee and hip for him. Couple more before we get to next week. Seattle Green Bay was a snooze fest. I kind of like this. I took, a, I took a small position on this over Drew when it hit down to 49. Oh, no. I just looked at it. I'm like, neither of these teams get after the quarterback that well. I'm like, both of these secondaries are super beatable. Like the Bobby Wagner can't cover anymore. Like the, the linebackers for Seattle have been atrocious in coverage. I'm just like, there's enough receivers here to make this work. And it just that was a bad call. That was a really dumb yeah. call. Never in doubt. The lowest scoring first half in the league this year. And he had a little bit of an over on that. So nice. Love. Good job. Good job by me. Green Bay's pass defense was incredibly good in this one. They didn't make any mistakes. They got those two picks, both red zone picks, I believe. Um, they were incredible. Uh, Russell Wilson looked awful. Aaron Rodgers looked awful <laughs> for the most part. I think they realistically are only in this position because of the running attack and A.J. Dillon converting on high leverage downs, punching it in twice. A.J. Dillon, who knew? Um, yeah, this was an awful game. Uh, another CLV bonfire to be had with uh, any Seattle ticket that was in the 5-6 range from last week. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia, Denver. This is the bad beat of the week, in my opinion, on this over. Yeah, cannot the second, cannot the second just landed 43. The second half really didn't get much out of the offenses after we saw yeah. some some nice offense. In fact, the only touchdown was scored on a Darius Slay. I don't fumbles, know how he scored on that. Still, like he ran, score. it wasn't just Teddy, like a bunch of people were not interested in putting any effort forth on that. But uh, bad, bad loss for Denver after they kind of got back into the mix of things, they're back to 500. Eagles at four and six. Somebody mentioned that going to the playoffs. Like anybody who can get to like 10 wins still feasibly probably has a shot at an NFC playoff game. Yeah. Or, but uh, the wild there, card. Yeah. Patrick brings up a couple points. There was a blocked field goal. There was a touchdown. That 22 got yard penalty. blocked field goal. Um, Those yeah. tend to be made. There was a red zone turnover on downs for mm -hmm. the Broncos. There was a lot of paths for this over to get home and it does not and it oh do you want to hear the red man. zone numbers drew yeah please these teams combined to be two four you want to guess on this they had two successful red zone trips out of eight eight is correct. oh my god that touchdown oh yeah that quez the touchdown to quez, quez that was drop, a, oh, god. i'd say we were on the right side I, i'm just i'm just gonna say that i'm gonna throw that doesn't help say, yeah it doesn't <laughs> help me it doesn't help my bad but no. I, I think it was the right size and i will say we'll just move on and instead of talking about the shitty bet and talk about uh, jalen hurts was good he had a couple of really nice throws including <sighs> that one to quez quez needs to catch that that was a beautifully thrown ball and really the first ball to Devonte probably shouldn't have thrown that ball it was a dangerous ball to be thrown into that kind of coverage. And he kind of got bailed out and it just turns into a highlight. Now I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have wanted my quarterback throwing that ball. There were receivers open underneath. It was a great touchdown though. And Devonta Smith is, he's good. So yep. the Eagles finally hit on a receiver. That's, a, that's going to be useful. It would help Mac Jones's rookie of year case. If Devonte Smith ended up with the lead in receiving touchdowns among rookies. So yeah. hopefully he gets a couple more. What is 
What's that? I just like how we have to throw shade at another players all the time <laughs> to keep this keep it going in our head. So, um, yeah, that's it for the week. We have KC Las Vegas tonight. Oh yeah, we bet we bet KC. So. A couple of other notes I had that we didn't touch on. Uh, Jacoby Myers got his first ever receiving touchdown. Long at time long last at long last for the Patriots. That was today. Um, what else did I notice that was wild and weird? Um, Another player didn't realize that you could tie. Yeah. Seems like a fundamental part of playing. Are people going to put Josh Allen back in the MVP discussion just because Brady sucked and like Lamar sucked and Kyler didn't play again and Aaron Rodgers did nothing? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to. Yeah. He is. Because he had a big scoring, his team scored a lot of points, and he had a good day. He's absolutely going to be in the mix. Man, he's been he's been un, he's been pretty uninspiring so far this season. If he ends up with like legit MVP steam, I'm going to be shaking right. my head. Let's, we got lines up on Bookmaker. We'll get to those in a second. If you had to give the like, take away your biases based on your bets, like who deserves the MVP right now? I'm having a hard time answering that question. Brady had a bad day. Lamar had a bad day. Josh Allen has had plenty of bad days. Kyler isn't playing right now. Oh, Russell God. Wilson's missed time. Aaron Rodgers has had bad games. Um, where does that leave us? Dak? It might be Dak. Honestly. He's missed a game. He missed a game. Won, and he was awful in the other game. They I won. know he's had a couple bad games. But he's covered he keeps, a lot. He keeps putting uh, up these big games. Stafford. Tan- I mean, Stafford's Tannehill? your answer. Stafford just had yeah, a Stafford, game. Surely, Stafford, surely. Um, Tannehill's playing fairly well right now. Uh, Come on. Um, I mean, the fact that Belichick is competing for the AFC with a rookie quarterback is pretty – who's doing what he's doing, Cam. which is, 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 uh, is pretty – Cam already has one. They probably won't give Cam a second one. Not yeah, probably point. not. No. Um, Mike, the Mike White MVP cases took a, took a – that took a shot today. Somebody asked about this too. Dan, you want to throw up the noops gave us his first touchdown scores. Oh, yeah. You want to get you want to get some Still action time on to that get those in. Toss them up. Daryl Williams. Williams. Darren Waller. Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Pat Mahomes. Patrick I'm Holmes. guessing that he must mean he's on the ground. Derek Carr probably also on the ground. I like Yeah, Patrick no, those, those are you know what I, I like Patrick rushing. Mahomes 25 to 1 the best out of those. What about you? Um, Renfro, just because he always does that shit. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's look ahead to the next week and find some plays that'll get massive CLV and lose. How do you want to do that? Um, the, the massive <laughs> CLV one would have been the, the look ahead line preseason on Patriots Falcons at home for Atlanta was Falcons by one Falcons by one and a half, depending the Patriots are now out to a five and a half point road favorite. I think I that goes to value. six, probably. I, I say there's probably value once this keeps going on betting Atlanta, as bad as I don't want to, but they're not that bad of a team. It you was know, just bet a line home four. So they no. obviously disagree with the market to a degree, or they think it's going to four. They've already hmm. written some Atlanta tickets, probably. Early yeah. action at Bet Online is. Are on you on the classic website or what? People are complaining about Bet Online not having it up right now. Oh really? 
I'm just looking at the uh, odd screen. Yeah, if you go to the actual website, it's not up, which is an issue. So, oh, really? um, I mean, that number makes sense given what Atlanta's done on offense. Some of these games in New England's a lot better. So, I'm no, I'm I'm not betting this yet. So, I'll just I will wait. If we'll see what which way this moves, if New England continues to take money, it's going to just be a little too much delay on the road for a rookie quarterback. Although, the reason to stay off it is probably rookie head coach on the on the road on or even at home a rookie head coach on Thursday night versus an extremely do you think anyone's coached more Thursday night games than Bill there's no way like there's been coaches that have coached longer than Bill but they played in the 70s when they didn't do this shit like Bill for sure has to have the most Thursday night games ever that's a on, yeah. somebody that out for me everybody's yeah. right bet online is is totally down that's weird only things up there I'm on the, there are, yeah, are I'm on the classic yeah, same. All you can bet on is KC and LA right now. That's weird. Wonder why they. Uh... So for that four must be stale then. That four is pr- probably uh, look ahead line. So, um, yeah, we don't have a ton of lines up right now. Detroit, Cleveland's not up. That look ahead was looking like it was going to Nine be. As we saw, like ten and a half is what I saw for a look ahead. I'm guessing probably opens nine, nine and a half. Do we think Baker plays and does it matter, or are we better off with Case Keenum? <laughs> Honestly, Case Keenum's a fine backup, and if Baker's hurt or his confidence shot, it's probably Case Keenum against that defense. Give me either one. Niners-Jags are still off the board, but the Jags or the Niners do play tomorrow, so they have not yet played this week. That look ahead was the road Niners five and a half. Jags were a little frisky today. Obviously, it depends on a lot tomorrow, but I think that probably opens probably right around the 4-5, somewhere in there, I would expect. Colts' bills are up. Bills are only a seven-point favorite against the 5-5 five and five Colts. Look ahead with 6.5. Mm. I mean, we're still a little... We're still a little uh, tempering the expectations on the Josh Allen deep ball and his accuracy and just play in general. But Colts defense is for real, for real at times. And how do you feel about the fraudulent Bills defense? Number one in DVOA, but haven't played anyone. I think we might see them get a little bit gashed by the Hines and uh, Derek or Derek and Jonathan Taylor show. So Darius Leonard is banged up. That's. That sucks for that D. What is this total? 49. <clears throat> Next Sunday in Buffalo, it will be cloudy with a couple showers possible, 50 degrees, 13-mile-an-hour winds, wind gusts up to 32 miles an hour. So it and could a be a chance of game. folding tables. Definitely a good chance of folding tables. Under 50 is probably a bet. It's 49. Is there a 50 at FanDuel or somewhere? Oh, somebody says a 51. I see 50 and a half and 50 across the board right now. Yeah, I'm actually on a – I'm just looking at Chris. I, like, logged into it. Oh. Sometimes the screen – the screen seems behind sometimes on, on Sunday nights. I don't know. Jets, Jets, Dolphins, yeah. I, if that weather gets bad, be ready to – check that weather every morning and if it gets it looks like it's getting nasty especially the wind department that seems like a nice under run 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 punt dolphins jets dolphins gotta win man dolphins with extra rest is jets. it two, is two of the quarterback i think uh brissette 
looked like he'll probably miss some time, right? I mean, he looked like he could have gone back in. Oh, did you think? Yeah, they had to like hold him back from like, going in. Like he was, he seemed like he was okay. Again, I don't know if it matters. Oh, um, two had some nice throws, but I still, man, his again he's looking kind of, at a lefty, he, he's, he's, my head. and his his everything about that's not working for me. Not my coach, uh, but that said, Jets at home. Wow, with who knows? Harbaugh fifteen, Belichick ten for Thursday night games. Wow, wonder why Tomlin twelve. So Tomlin, Tom. I would have picked Tomlin over anyone just because Tomlin's been with the team. I think since. Belichick has been in more than ten Thursday night games because prime time, probably yeah. a lot of Monday Sunday nights. No, they no, probably no. respect Bel- him. They respect him too much to give him the short week. No, they give, give him, him the, short, as they, the Patriots get a Thursday nighter every year. He's gotten one every year, and he's gotten some extras because they've been on the opening night, Thursday night. Bad teams get Thursday night. That's yeah, early, early in the, the season, season. That's true. Yeah. Um, Dolphins, Jets. I don't have a take there. You want to bet the Dolphins is a road favorite? No. You want to bet the Jets, not knowing what the quarterback sitch is? Total forty five. Boy, no thanks. Mm-mm. Nope, no interest in that game. Washington, Carolina. It's another one of those. Like, are, are we going to see Cam as a starter? Does it matter? No, I don't think. I don't know that you want to, that. You. I think they just do what they did. PJ Walker between the twenties. They gave him like they gave him a lot of money. Like they gave him decent money. They gave him a a half legit contract with incentives. I think he's going to start at some point. You think Cam Newton's going to start, huh? I mean, just based on that contract, I, I assume they're bringing him to start. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, PJ Walker didn't look bad. I mean, what do you do? So I guess we'll see what the coaching staff says. Washington was good today, but uh, I'm not ready to back them again, even against the team that we've been down on. What do you think of that total? 43 and a half. Uh, Washington scored 29 today somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's. Like they, uh, yeah. I mean, Washington's defense is not great. I know I, I don't have any read on this game at all. None. Washington's secondary is rough, and now they lost their best pass rusher. Yeah. Heineke was good today against a good defense. I, I could see this getting Carolina is a good defense too, though. Yeah. At they're, times. Yeah, they're fine. I don't have a read on. Might that not make any bets today. Um, Baltimore. Coming off extra rest, heading to Soldier Field, six and a half point road favorite. Total Chicago 45. off their bye. Yeah, so you get extra rest versus extra rest. Do you have a taste for the Bears against a defense that hasn't looked good? No, I think Baltimore bounces back. I think I have a taste for the favorite here. Six and a half on the road. I just wish it weren't that much. I see five and a half a couple places, so maybe it'll open at five and a half. Look ahead here was six and a half, and Chris has six and a half minus eight both ways. Total 45. Both defenses a little worse than I'd hoped. I still yeah. don't want this over. Um, Saints head to Philly as a two point dog. Looks like we have a kind of a grip on what they're going to do at quarterback. 
we're going to see some Taysom Hill. I think he took, he had a, what, two snaps. It looks like two snaps that he threw on. He also ran the ball three times for 23 yards and caught a ball. Just a little bit of everything. Mr. Mr. Five Tools. And one of them is, I don't know, going on a, a mission trip. So he is part of it, but it's going to be mostly Trevor Simeon. Kamara back? No, don't know that I would count on it. I don't. I don't. He, I don't it, wanna... he trended. He trended out hard this last week. I don't know that they rush him back. Um, and it still got home. Um. Yeah. Let me see. Look ahead here. Was I mean Philadelphia got bet again? By the way. Yeah, look at it. It was actually week. New Orleans as a favorite. One point Philadelphia favorite. Philadelphia getting bet week in, week out is just, it's, uh, it, it's, you set your watch <laughs> to it. Much point. tougher test as far as a secondary. <laughs> like I, I would put this, I don't know. I don't want to dog on Denver secondary. Philly. Denver secondary is good. Yeah. I, for, for some reason, I'm just staring at the Tennessee logo and had it mixed up. But yeah, Denver's secondary is good. They didn't technically score 30 on them. One was a, you know, one was a defensive touchdown. But they got over the 20 mark with a, a young quarterback, a questionable head coach, and a rookie as your best receiver. So, Man. yeah, I guess I can see why Philly's being bet. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I don't have a read on this one. Um, I think Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia probably. I, I, you want, I think my prediction on this market is Philadelphia closes a three point favorite. That'd be my guess. Yeah, I think it's just been bad every week. I think if you want it, it's probably trending tomorrow, you know, tomorrow out again. If you want, I mean, tomorrow, not 100%. He hasn't been effective really this year, like he usually is anyway. So, you know. Don't know how much you would really want to count on him being a huge part of this game, regardless of whether or not he gets the active tag. Uh, Philadelphia is going to close a three-point favorite probably at home. And I don't have an opinion. They did not cover. Who? But they certainly did win. Your Tennessee Titans are now 8-2 oh. somehow, some way. And they will be a big favorite here. Ten and a half, it looks like, with a total 46 facing Houston. Houston off a bye? Were they did they play this week? They are off a bye. Yeah, they are off a bye. Tarod's back are, in full swing with a week of prep. This is your one seed versus week. your 16 seed. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, 16th standing right now in the AFC. Um, yeah, your, your AFC goes Titans, Bills, Ravens, Raiders. I mean, realistically, there should probably be two, more than 10 points difference for these two teams in Tennessee. But, uh, you know, Tennessee still gets no respect in the market. No, yeah, we were no, saying they're probably a little overrated in the market going into this, but this number still feels a little low. Like just, uh, I mean, I have this at like 13. I probably bet I'm not worried about losing the 10 and a half. I'm going to track this market. If there's if someone out there has a hunger for for David Cully, I will be the buyback. If this goes to 10 <laughs> somewhere, if this goes to nine and a half, I'll probably just bet this. You can't be West afraid Tennessee. to bet big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't disagree. This is Tennessee or pass. Yeah. 100% agreed. 
Green Bay, Minnesota. Under a field goal at mini. Under a field goal. Total 49. Green Bay unders have been a thing. Crushing. Minnesota's defense. Played up at long last. Did play a little out. Oh, Even though they were on the field for a million fucking plays against Baltimore, they flew across the country and they had a fucking great day today. They played great. Um, yeah. Teaser legs. Is... Minnesota teaser. Teasers did so good this week. <laughs> did any teaser legs cover? I was going to say, what, Saints what, was the only one. Saints, uh, Saints were a nice teaser leg. But the other teaser legs would have been like bringing Tampa down. If you didn't realize, uh, you know, your guy Kyler was out, people were going to bring Arizona down. People brought uh, Dallas down. Dallas, <laughs> Dallas down no did problem. work out. But Cle- Cleveland up, Baltimore from Thursday night up, Vegas maybe up. That total so high. Hey, uh, the, the, the Vikings were a teaser leg too. Some people did put Minnesota in a teaser. That one obviously worked out pretty well. Someone um, over, someone out there early teased, Philly numbers. Someone out there teased Pittsburgh across zero and got a win. You know. Oh my god, you know what I did? I saw five and a half I, to, to a half. I don't know who I don't know who <laughs> had this, but I saw a teaser that took Pittsburgh to minus one half. Oh, minus one half. Oh, yeah, that, that was a loser. Oh, that <laughs> one, and I, I I always look at those and be like, you know that. The value is so low because so many, so few games ended a tie. Wow. Yeah. How often is there a tie on a team that was like, you know, a, a six and a half point favorite at one point in the market? Not Yeesh. very often. That doesn't feel good if you had that one. So, um, no, no big read. I will be using Minnesota in teasers. Minnesota at home, total under 50. The defense is playing up. Green Bay doesn't seem to want to be. A high octane offense. Maybe Tanyan missing matters more than we thought. They did get a nice win today, but Minnesota's offense has been very good, especially when they're behind. Um, maybe some live overs, depending on how this game works out. Yeah. Maybe uh Minnesota's team total over as a secret pod play. Put a put that in put that in the queue. Twenty three and a half right now. Twenty uh twenty three and a half juicy. Probably too low. That's too low. Too low. Justin that, Jefferson and Adam Thielen are going to get some points in this game. Put it. Put that in the hopper. Yeah, we might bet under, but Vikings team total over, which means <laughs> Vikings money line. That's what that translates to. I don't have much else up on the board right now at uh, at Chris. I can pull up like FanDuel or DraftKings or WinBet and see where where those are at. But since he Las Vegas, you know that's with the Raiders playing tonight. Um, Arizona, Seattle. I'm. Wondering if people are maybe hesitant to put that up just based off the quarterback Kyler. uncertainty. Yeah. Dallas KC with KC playing tonight is down yet. Pittsburgh Chargers. Do you have a number on that? The look ahead was three, three and, and a half. half. What are we sitting yeah. at now? I think still three and a half, but same sort of issue with swirling questions about who the quarterback will be. Um, I don't know if Ben Roth does Ben Roethlisberger is he he's was he a vaccinated COVID is he going to get back in time or is he going to be missing this game because he's still going to be on the COVID list. You see how good he looked in that T-shirt preseason. I think he's fine. Okay, he's going to bounce back. He's a healthy young man. <laughs> uh, three and a half is still. Oh no, it's not up anywhere. 
and bet online is starting to pop some early numbers guys oh, some there people in the chat where they go bang 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 here they come bang 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 and i right. think he is uh, vaccinated ravens are six minus 115 so that's a pass that's too bad no number on the uh, patriots are a five there uh 49 and a half is the total in Buffalo. Um, I'm going to wait for that. 10 for the Titans. 10 for the Titans. Juicy juicy to the Titans side, though. I don't know if we'll see the Texans money come in. Um, Next Monday night, the New York football Giants will take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And despite how bad Tampa Bay looked, they're still a 13-point favorite. Versus a team coming off their bye. Yeah, I agree with Brett. Cleveland Detroit is going to be a win game. There could be 30 mile an hour gusts in that one. Similarly, Buffalo, I'm keeping an eye on that weather. Uh, I take it it's in Cleveland then. It is in Cleveland, yeah. Thank you. Detroit would be indoors. Didn't make any bets. I didn't really. I don't know. Maybe early early week bets didn't do so hot. I think we had Philly over 45. Market didn't really agree, but I probably was the right side. We had Detroit on. Oh, no. The market definitely agreed. I got it. Oh, was, we had 44 and a half. That closed for it closed 44 and a half. Oh, did it? No. It, cl- it got bet down today. Oh, it was so 44 and a half. And hit the under on that. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. You're, you're absolutely right. Closing, so closing neutral, but I think it was the right side. The Detroit one was never in doubt. And then, uh, what was the uh, – oh, Seattle yeah, plus six. No. Good job to us. No. So may- maybe it's a blessing this guy will have plenty of bets to go over on Wednesday. I don't know. What are you guys betting? Harrison said this is a weird line. Take the money line, baby. Wait. Wait, though. Wait till Sunday. People bet Philadelphia every week. If you want a, if you want a Saints price, you're going to get your best price on Sunday. Seeing some Arizona minus two, two and a half. I'm seeing a couple places on the road in Seattle. Giants Buccaneers are up at 11 and a half. 13 at uh, Chris, although it's a weird 13. 13 plus 102. So normal number is 11 and a half minus 13. Minus 113 for the juice on 11 and a half, if that wasn't clear. Kind of got to like the Giants there. <laughs> as much as I like Tampa. Giants actually, coming off by. That's about right of the number. That's about you know, right of the number. Primetime Buccaneers have not been a covering machine. That I can that I can promise you. In fact, all their big games have been a struggle. I might look at a Giants first half in that one with maybe even a little uh, tickle on Giants first half money line. I, somebody mentioned they're betting Baltimore, Connor, Baltimore in a flat six. If you can get a flat six, I think that's a bet. I think Baltimore bounces back. I think we're seeing totals in Cleveland, Arizona, Seattle. What do you make of Arizona, Seattle if Kyler Murray goes? If Kyler Murray goes, two is cheap. Yeah. Seattle's secondary is bad. Like I said, the linebackers aren't covering people very well either. <clears throat> This number is probably a middle ground between Chris Strebler and, and Kyler Murray. Colt McCoy doesn't matter. Doesn't it feel like it's not, it doesn't have a circle. Oh, it's got a, I mean, they all have red circles right now, but I wouldn't be surprised when limits go up if that one stays down, if we don't know the answer. 
Yeah, I would guess you're correct about that. So if Kyler's in, that's cheap. If uh, my number on that would be in my unadjusted with Kyler and everyone's healthy and Hopkins is playing and nothing bad has happened to anyone would make that four point eight on the road. That sounds so that's a that's a middle of the road that's a middle of the ground road number. If you think you hear news on Kyler that's very positive and he's playing, which in my mind I wonder if it wasn't just a hey we've got a big divisional game next week he's not quite ready to go we're worried he could aggravate something let's try to get this done versus a shitty team obviously it didn't work out you know I wonder if it was always the plan like let's bring him back versus Seattle. Although yeah, it's an NFC West matchup, the dogs are three and one so far in those. We'll find out mm-hmm. tomorrow if the dogs can move to an eighty percent clip in taking the uh, underdog in the NFC West when the teams match up. And right now, let's uh, let's go watch a game. I think you're I'm missing a couple on the tally there. To the um, wait, did Niners, did Niners and Cardinals, they played twice, and the Cardinals won the first time, The and they were favored. The second time, did they go off as dogs, or did they go off as sure. small, small shock? Dan ran this. I think we only week. came up with four games the other day. I'll dig into this when we're, when we're no, watching tonight. No, there's more than that. Uh, See, it just seems that way because both teams play. No, I know, there's but eight, uh, there's eight games. The car, the Cardinals. There's only twelve total, I think, and the shit gets backloaded. The Cardinals and the Seahawks, uh, the Cardinals and the Niners have played twice. The Niners and the Seahawks played once. The Rams and the Seahawks played once, and that favored one there. Yeah, I think it was three and one to the dog. Rams and now the the. There's been a couple of favorites. All right. Well, we're not going to argue about this on air. We'll figure it out. I think it's, I think it's three and two, probably. I'll Maybe find one more. I'll, I'll go through the schedules. Okay. Either way, I might not take the points. Cardinals beat the the Cardinals beat the Rams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's put a bow on this. Let's put a goddamn bow on this, and let's get to Sunday night football. Yeah. Put me out of my misery. Oh, I think we got a good one tonight. Hopefully this game is good. Hopefully uh, the offenses of old turn out and I can just bet some live overs. We took KC minus two and a half. We're the suckers, I guess. We'll find out how that turns out. We'll see at halftime. Hit the thumbs up on the way out the door. I got nice, some nice CLV on it, so I'm sure it's going to be a sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Pedro Serrano says Chiefs for the retirement fund. There's a 20% penalty. Never a good idea.